Teachers Supporting Teachers, a podcast sharing insights into becoming and being a teacher. I'm your host, Narelle Lemon, an Associate Professor in Education at Swinburne University in Melbourne, Australia, and I'm currently working with final year pre-service teachers who require some extra support as they navigate preparing to be a teacher in the current dynamic of COVID-19. I'm curious and love to use this strength to find out more. So what better way to support others than to create this podcast series to be able to gain insights and perspectives from colleagues and friends. I also run Explore and Create Co that runs workshops, delivers coaching and creates resources informed by positive psychology to support all of us in different ways to explore self-care and mindfulness. So there's no surprise that well-being features in each of these conversations as well. I really wanted to delve further into what it means to be a teacher, what we bring, how we navigate the current climate, and tips and tricks that support us being and becoming teachers. I'm so grateful for my generous guests who share their hearts and advice for all of us to embrace as they open up about what motivates and inspires them in the hope that this makes you a bit more curious, open and aware with what can be possible. Hi, Claire. So wonderful that you could join us. No worries. Glad to be here. So tell us a little bit about you. What's what's going on for you? What are you doing right now? Um, So right now I am currently in my fourth year of university. I study uh, double in education and digital advertising. Um, So focusing primarily on secondary education. Um, So at the moment I'm just finishing like capstone units for my arts degree and work my way through education components. <laughs> so excellent, that's excellent. Busy, busy. Very busy. <laughs> um, so COVID 19s led to many changes in how we study and work. So what's this been like for you? Um, obviously like my I work in hospitality, so that work mm-hmm. has kind of come to a bit of a slow. Um I work in like industries such as like a Thai restaurant. So there's a lot of international students in there. So um, I've already put my hand up and been like, don't give me shifts, give them shifts. Cause I obviously qualify for like government benefits. So I was like, be the nice person here um, and do what I can at least in that sense. It's like, it's small, but it does something. Um, and then just studying and learning how to get everyone. It's very difficult cause no one seems to be in class because they're online they're like recorded they're like we don't need to be here so I'm attending online classes that have like eight people in it but our class size is like 40 people so like just the input that you're getting from your peers is also minimized dramatically um Mm, that's a really that's a really interesting point yeah yeah so at the moment I'm just kind of like you watch the video and then I have to go message people for ideas and thoughts and concepts because no one was actually in the video like in the chat to give me any information or anything that would benefit myself or anyone else so like the whole creative and critical concept of of thinking is dramatically smaller than what it used to be yeah and that's that's a huge that's a huge huge impact on your on your thinking and um and on your study experience as well 
yeah, like especially like obviously this year they also split masters and undergrad students up. So we don't have the insight that the master students have as well. So we're also we're missing one link and then we're also losing another half of the link. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, totally, totally. That's really interesting that you you you've raised that and how that, that study experience has changed on a on another level for you um, as we move to, to the online space from having really utilized that face to face um, time and it's it's inviting different ways to think about how we can work together and support each other with that idea generation and, and bouncing off each other. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that develops and grows over time for sure. Um, so in terms of um, outside of work and part-time part-time work, it's obviously as you as you mentioned shifted from uh, working in hospitality. And I'm wondering, I saw a post on Facebook by you um, offering your your services to anybody as a as a teacher, as an educator, that you've got skills in certain areas to help um, as as education moves to online. And I'm wondering if that sparked any opportunities for you. Um, yeah, like it's been quite large in terms of sparking the opportunity. Um, I actually was fortunate enough to babysit for a family all of last year um, and we would do like basic like homework stuff um, and with the spark in the virus both uh, both parents are essential services so they were mm. like are you able to assist us at all so um, I was actually at the start of the year I was physically babysitting and tutoring for the same time. So it'd be like a three hour slot. And then it slowly progressed into, can we do it remotely so we can just avoid all physical contact? I was like, absolutely. So um, I've managed to slot them in for like a three hour, like three hours over the week. And they've got like their own integrated assignments and stuff like that, that I've got them going on. So they work on their maths and numeracy within those assignments. And then we'll just work on like the bigger maths problems via Zoom, like bring up the whiteboard and we just scribble away. Um, so it's been really exciting. And I've also had the opportunity to meet with both of their, both of their teachers. Um, I met with one of them in person prior to lockdown um, mm -hmm. and got like a basic understanding of where that student was at, the levels, what they need to work on and how they're going to start this term. So I knew where to kind of guide him in terms of, working from persuasive text into narrative writing um so he's kind of already ahead of that game and he's he's taken it upon himself he what he's challenged himself to write himself a, a novel basically um uh -huh. so awesome. <laughs> like i think i think we're sitting at three pages at the moment but for a grade six that's not too bad um, that's pretty good <laughs> so i'm just like it's like an editing process and we have like a little chat about where his ideas and concepts are going like every time we meet just to keep him going and obviously fuel his imagination with different ideas and thoughts that he can bring in and expand his content. Cause I feel like at the moment his motivation level is like, Oh, I think it's done. I was like, no, I don't think it's done. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I've had a zoom meeting with the other boys um, teacher the other week and got a understanding of where they're going and what they're about to start studying in terms of content. Um, and like obviously they're going to do remote schooling as well so mm. there's the whole 
how does that go about? So he's given me a rundown of everything that he's planning to do. Um, I'm in email contact with both teachers. So I'm able to get like a full understanding of what he's handing out because obviously I don't have like access to the parents log, like login and what gets emailed out to parents. Um, so I'm now included in that lovely email. And yeah, so I get an update of content, homework and stuff like that, that I can work on and like really zoom in on. So I believe at the moment they're about to go in a lot into geography and his, like basic history and stuff for grade four. Um, and basically he like the, the teacher was like, I'm happy to do the content if you can work on like the research aspect and all of those little like subject specific skills that they need to start building on to get out of Wikipedia basically. Mm. Oh, how wonderful. And what, uh, what's such a rich opportunity um, that's come out of our current situation that to be able to engage this way with the family, but also with um, teachers um, to support what's, what's happening and how online and remote learning looks at home. And it's just such a beautiful opportunity for you to extend your skills and, and then work and learn from others at the same time. Yeah, it's it's a great opportunity and it's like a little bit of networking as well. Um, but <laughs> it's like getting to understand how the remote community will work and that there is the potential for success out of it. Like obviously we don't want to lose a whole year of education in this period mm. of time. So anything that can help better someone's lives or improve their education is a plus really. Yeah, that's a beautiful gift that you're offering. That's just so gorgeous. So I'm wondering what you're noticing, um, any sort of stress points that are coming up for parents or young people that you're working with or, or more generally um, in that area as well, things that you've noticed within your, your network? Um, I feel like the biggest stress point that I've found is that parents don't know what to do with their kids. I feel like this is a period mm. of time where parents are going to really appreciate the work that teachers actually do. Um, and obviously, like, I'm not a qualified teacher yet. So it's like they're, they're like heavily relying on me to keep their child occupied, more or less, um, because they like their kids can't go to holiday programs like they normally do. Like they're constantly all under the same roof in a bubble where they can just pick at each other. And it's whatever the kid's doing is going to annoy their parents while their parents are trying to work. So it's like, can you give them something that will keep them occupied? And I was like, all right, we're going to do assignments. <laughs> um, but I was like, I need, I, I need the parents to feed me information. Like, I need to know what is your child talking about? Like, the grade four student apparently had a big interest in aeroplanes. So we have now done a whole integrated study on military air force and the different size of planes and how they've changed over time. And the, we've done a timeline. Like, so we've worked on a bunch of different skills but it's interesting to him. So he's not going to zone out and be like, oh, this is boring. So I was like, I, I just need you to let me know what his sudden interest in. Like, if it changes, let me know. I need to just like, yeah, those tips and tricks there that help extend, but also that really, you know, what we talk about authentic learning, but it, it really is in this context, connecting to the authenticity of, of what is an interest to help, to help extend, develop and, and connect at this time yeah yeah like there's no chance that I would be able to get a 10 year old boy to do a whole subject on the environment if he was not interested in it right now yeah. like I'm not I'm not there to be like do it 
So it's like, I need it to be somewhat self-guided and he needs to have a, a very good interest in it right now. And I think that's something that's going to shift throughout this online term. Um, I interviewed for another job the other night and basically what their school has told them is to, they've given them a bunch of like areas that these children need to meet throughout the term, but they've set no particular content because the teachers obviously know that those contents and those topics need to be related to the child right now. Like we mm. cannot force a content or topic on the child right now. We just need to try and integrate as much as we can into a topic that of their choice, especially in primary school. Yeah, definitely. And that there's a natural inquiry and asking questions that are led from the young person's heart into what they're interested in. And then we know as, as tutors and educators, parents alongside, we can then guide those inquiries um, and support them in bringing key aspects that we know are, are helping them uh, holistically. Yeah. Yeah, it's really nice. So are there any unexpected surprises that you've been noticing in the young people you're working with? Um, I think one surprise is definitely comprehension or their lack of finding information. So, for instance, I have handed out a YouTube link to a free documentary on the military air force and the notes that this 10 year old boy took away from this. I was like, just sit there, pause it when you need to take notes, watch it, go over it. His notes are so ex like, they're very extensive. Um, mm -hmm. But it gave him the opportunity to be able to go and like research further information on these planes without having to rely on Wikipedia because he had keywords to be able to link together in a search sentence basically. Um, so he has obviously developed a research skill that's far beyond any grade four, really. So he's not even going through Wikipedia and going through the links down the bottom anymore. Like he's like, I know what I'm doing. I just need to search a few keywords from this video. So he's, but he also, his levels of literacy and reading aren't fabulous. So having the ability to watch a video and take notes and then have Google correct his spelling as he goes through it and learn all these processes is really developed in him. And in the last three weeks, it's insane how much work he's done on this little military air force assignment. It's so incredible. That's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And so lovely to hear, um, you know, those strengths of perseverance and, and open-mindedness um, growing in, in this young, young man that you're working with. Yeah, it's it's like it's physic like it's physically making me smile just talking about it. <laughs> um, and then yeah, like even the, his his older brother in grade six, um, we've been doing a lot on percentages. So what they were doing at school was they would do digital testing, and I got a copy of that report and everything that he struggled in, failed in, didn't find like he could work through any of these problems um I've just been working on that so we started on percentages and fractions and I'm honestly I'm at the point where I, I messaged his mum and I was like next time you guys go grocery shopping let him do all the sales discounts because he knows what's up like just if you've got any junk mail give it to him and tell him give him a shopping list and get him to work out how much money you're gonna save because he has got his down pat <laughs> score that's that's awesome. We we need everybody like that, you know. It's someone like that to take go shopping with. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, that's so beautiful. And just, I'm just loving the energy that's coming from your, your sharing. And, and it's just so obvious the, the connections and the opportunities that are coming, um, not only from that relationship connection, but also sparking hope and optimism and, and confidence in, in the young, young boys that you're working with in your role as a, as a tutor and, and really utilizing all those great skills you're developing as a pre-service teacher, but transferring them into a, a situation where you're tutoring online. It's just so, so beautiful to hear. Yeah, it's definitely a like it's a, it's a bit of an ego boost for myself, but like it's good to see that I know how to translate all of the skills that I've learned mm. and use them remotely because we're taught a lot of stuff that we're taught is, you know, it has to be somewhat face to face and you have to make it creative and engaging and it's like how do I do that over Zoom? Mm. Like mm. <laughs> so learning how to do that and like Obviously, I've got the whole year that I babysat these two boys. So I've got a bit of rapport with them already. Mm. So we can have a bit of a, a giggle over some things. But like for like new new students that I'm tutoring, it's building that repertoire over the internet is it's very difficult to do. Like the first two sessions, it's like, I need to know about you. You need to know about me. Like any mm. in, like inquisitive questions that they've got, I, I kind of need to answer. So I kind of need to work out where they're at what they want to know like we need to be familiar if we're going to do this for a whole term I can't have you not like trusting me and engaging with me yeah exactly that's a really good point is that um I wanted to ask you how you're approaching tutoring online and transferring the skills of of face-to-face and we know that face-to-face building that rapport and getting to know who your your students are um holistically not only just academically but who they are as a person and doing that in in online tutoring yeah what are you have you got uh any more tips and tricks in how you're approaching that I mean it's just like especially for the younger kids you can just play lots of like little games um I found a few like online links for like little at home online games that you could play like even things such as like noughts and crosses like get them to mm-hmm. it's a lot of critical thinking working out the best spots to go and I, I mean it's tough trying to not be the winner um but it happens <laughs> but getting them to think about that thing and see that like they can have fun with it and it's just like you can literally turn knots and crosses into like a game of sh- like shapes and we can work out the maths of where you've put all of your knots and what shape that's going to make so there's lots of fun things that you can do that will just the kind of icebreakers at the start like obviously mm-hmm. this is going into the well, first week of term, so I'm I'm sure there'll be lots more icebreakers that I will have to think up and research. But just working out where everyone's at and getting a guide of where to start and making sure that they can trust me and they know that I am technically their source of information. I mean, that's kind of where the younger kids will see you. It's like you know everything. Mm. but I kind of need to guide them to learn everything themselves so I'm yeah obviously being like an online facilitator sort of thing will be I think it would be quite easy if you can word the questions correctly after they've got an understanding of where you are like what you're trying to accomplish and what they want to learn and how you can link everything together into a topic yeah that's a really good point and I love that you've raised that um the notion of questioning as well because that 
so important in what can spark curiosity, but also support that inquiry as well that you're you're so obviously facilitating uh, in this role that you've you've found yourself in. Yeah, I mean, if they ask a question, it just means that I don't have to come up with a question. We can just kind of discuss how we're going to answer it and go about those methods rather than me giving them an answer. Yeah. So they're going to build upon like research skills, inquiry skills, critical creative thinking skills and things that they kind of will get a basic understanding of in primary school before they go into secondary. Yeah, that's really nice. That's really nice. So I wanted to ask you one last question and I'm wondering what's the best ever tip you've received as a pre-service teacher that you wished you had listened to? I think my biggest tip that I am currently learning to like to use is be approachable. Um, mm. Oh, nice I, one. Wow. Yeah. I found like, I don't know, me as a person, I have a very blank face. So it's, it's learning to obviously use my voice mm. via like online to show that I'm like enthusiastic and kind and I'm happy and I've, so it's learning to use my voice, my voice as a tone because I don't have like a smile to present to these kids. Like I'm not walking down the corridor in a bubbly mood. So it's a completely different learning environment. So it's adjusting to being approachable simply by using the tone of my voice at the moment. That is, uh, yeah, a really important aspect to have brought up and acknowledging the power of that verbal and non-verbal and even online we have to to do that when we engage um, as educators as tutors and how does that look and what do you do and really thinking that through I love that that's what you're you're working through and that's that's your biggest tip and aha moment that's awesome well, it's not like I'm going to sit there and write emails with emojis to a prep. <laughs> so, like, that just wouldn't work. Like, do they know what an emoji is at that point? <laughs> well, they, they might. You never know. But as to whether it's appropriate or not, we need to <laughs> exactly. Make so, I guess I guess that's something that all teachers will be facing this year, especially if you haven't had a student mm. before. Is how are you going to communicate them through text? like through an email and make sure that you're not coming across as the like the bad bad person yeah so, yeah and it's and, and and gleaning everybody to be able to um to support them also in understanding because we all know that everybody doesn't learn one one same way so not everybody's going to embrace text heavy only yeah as well yeah, I'm very interested. Would love to be a fly on a wall in some different classes, but I hope this we're all gonna, goes we, well this term. <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to learn so much about ourselves and others as well and re that, that opportunity to step back and really think, oh, how is it that I engage with others? How is it that I communicate? How is it that I share my smile with an energy that's different from being in the same physical room as somebody? Yeah. Um, and working through all of that will be a beautiful exploration for all of us individually, but also um, what it means collectively. And and re, I think there's an opportunity to reset uh, how we how we connect with each other in classrooms. 
Yeah, I'm definitely hoping that students will, will really appreciate and learn how to use technology effectively during this time, mm. which will definitely be the hardest thing because we're not there like physically to show them anymore. Mm. So it's, it's going to be on how well we can translate that information into an online module, whether that either be a video or a message or a reference to go look at this app or something like that, that will keep the students going. Yeah, definitely. That's that. You've 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 posed many 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 things for us to think about, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that many of us are, are thinking about. And it's and it's great to hear your perspective and and your insights and tips of how you've shifted um, yourself in in this time as a learner in online and now facilitating learning yourself. Uh, so I want to say thank you so much, Claire, for, for all your your thoughts and your your openness to, to share in this way to help your fellow pre-service teachers and anyone else who's listening. So thank you so much for your time and generosity. Thank you for helping me. It's been a pleasure. If this episode sparked ideas, provided comfort or supported you in your professional growth, I'd love for you to take a moment to leave a review on iTunes. A link for you will be placed in the episode notes, so no matter what platform you're listening on, you can engage with these. You may also like to share what has inspired you on social media, and I invite you to do this with the hashtag TeachersSupportingTeachers. To access this episode's notes, other episodes, as well as resources, blog, and other ideas, feel free to connect on the web at www.exploreandcreateco.com. Or you can link with me on Instagram at Explore and Create Co. or on Twitter at RallyPops. Thank you to Magnus Mooney for the music. Thanks also to my guest Claire Tang for her openness to come on this podcast journey and share her ideas and experience at this time as she's embraced an opportunity to support others. Claire has left us with many tips and questions to explore and I'll leave you with three of these and I'll share more on the podcast notes. How you engage with parents. How will you engage with verbal and non-verbal communication? And what does this look like in flexible learning? And my especially favorite question, how do you share your smile? <laughs>